Warning. This podcast may contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to viewers and others. Yo, what's going on? I am Scoots Bronson. And I am S. Foster. That's right. You tuned into another episode of Viewers Anonymous, where we give you our very own takes and reviews of movies and television straight. Excuse me, out of Hollywood. What's going on with you, brother? Ah, oh, man, I can't call it, man. It's been it's been definitely slow motion, man. Slow motion at work. Slow motion with the pies that are dropping. So, uh, but you know, coming off of the holidays, man. First and foremost, let me say this real quick, if you don't mind. You know, coming off of uh, you know, my youngest son. Birthday, Christmas Eve, you know what I'm saying? He hit oh, the yeah, uh, big, sure. yeah, hit the big 13 and everything. So, uh, you know, happy birthday to him. But uh, how your holidays been treating you, though, man? Man, my holidays have been amazing, bro. I really um, I really have no complaints, to be honest with you. I uh, got to spend, you know what I'm saying, some time with my, with my kids and got my kids everything that they was looking for. So outside of that, you know what I'm saying, everything was, everything was good, man. What's up, man? I ain't got no no real problems, you know what I'm saying? Everything was lovely. Um You know what I'm saying? I spent it with family, you know. Like I said, I, I sat there for the most part and just watched them play video games all Christmas. So that's always fun. That's what's up, man. You know what I'm saying? I I mean <clears throat> same thing for me as well, man. You know, spending spending time with the fam, you know what I'm saying? Hit up mm-hmm. did the usual, you know what I'm saying? We hit up mom Duke's house and you know, uh, it was a big turnout this year, man. I mean, it was a house full, man, house full of fam. But, uh, but yeah, you yeah. know, the kids pretty much got, uh, you know, stuff that they was looking for. So, you know, they had a pretty good Christmas mm-hmm. and all. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's really that's really all that matters, man. As long as long as they had a good Christmas, they had a good time, then I'm good. Word, word. That's what's up, man. That's always good to hear, bro. So, um, man. Two more episodes before, you know what I'm saying, the the big three year anniversary. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The yep. three and three and out, you know what I'm saying? I am calling it the three and out. Well, it ain't really the three and out. That's really a bad uh, term. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Really? I come up with something better. Yeah. <laughs> I come up with something better. I don't know. That was just the first thing that popped up in my head, man. You know what I'm saying? But basically, man, you know what I'm saying? We've been doing this for quite some time. Um and I'm not gonna lie to you. We got like what over 200 episodes. Uh, I think it's two. I think this episode is 232, if I'm not mistaken. I Man, could be wrong. It could be 233, but yeah, 230 plus episodes. Man, you know what I'm saying? We getting closer and closer to greatness. Um, it's it's been a fun ride, and it's continuing to be a fun ride. Um, we got uh, a very how can I say this? What what would you describe this movie as? <clears throat> so, when we did a what we watch, uh, excuse me, when we did a what we watching, right? Yeah. When I spoke about this movie, what I called it was refreshing. I remember that because mm-hmm. I called mm-hmm. it refreshing because it was something that I never seen before. It was something that was unexpected, right. and what we thought was a spaceship wasn't even close to being a spaceship. So it was At just all. like to see to see something that was so different and 
to have, and this is something that I was really wanting to talk to you about. We'll get into it, but um, like the like the Gordy storyline, which was which was different, and you're trying to figure out like how does that storyline fit what's going on? And I really wanted to talk to you mm-hmm. about that, but but man, I mean, honestly, man, it, it was just it was refreshing. It was different, and it's that's the one thing that I really like about Jordan Peele is the fact of when you get one of his movies or if you get a movie that he's producing, it's mm-hmm. not gonna it's not gonna be the way that it appears. You know what I'm saying? Like you like right. for me, you never can judge his movies by a cover. Like if you watch the trailer, never. you might think you might is. think you know yeah, you might think you know what's going on, but once you get to watching it, you like, yo, this had a totally different timeline or subject matter that I didn't even expect. So that mm-hmm. was one that was like the main thing that I loved about this movie. And the only thing that I could, the only adjective that I could come up with was refreshing because it was just like to watch it and to get something that I never seen before. That's why I describe it that way. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to agree with you, man. I mean, this is a real out of the box type movie only because you think that it's about this this like UFO phenomenon, right? And mm-hmm. it's and it's so like you think that it's when you see the trailer you, you see that um it's some people on the ranch or whatever and it seems like they seeing like some UFO sightings or whatever. And yeah. every now and then like one of them might get snatched up by the UFO. But then like when you watching this and you come to see that it's not a UFO at all and this is something totally different it kind of like bugs you out because you this whole time is giving the appearance of UFO. And then like, you know, you also got another story being told in the midst of all of that as well. So you don't even realize like when it first comes on, you don't even understand what the hell this whole beginning has to do with anything. Yep. And then as time is going on, as the movie's going on, it's showing you how all of this is connected and you like, Oh shit. Okay. So I kind of get it, which I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm still confused as to how this shit is connected. The only the only way I know it's connected <laughs> is through the June dude. Yeah. Or the Jupe dude, whatever Jupiter June June or whatever the nigga name is. That's the only way I know that that how that shit all connects. But like outside of that, I was fucking confused. But everything else about the movie though was dope because you you see um you see a lot of character development in this um, film, which you really do in a lot of his movies. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though um, it seems as if Kiki Palmer is, like, the main character, you realize that she's not the main character of this movie. It's um, Daniel Kaluuya. He's the main character of the movie. And it's basically, you know what I'm saying, him trying to... Well, it's not trying to, but it's him being forced to kind of find his way and find himself in the midst of, you know what I'm saying, his father just passing, you know what I'm saying, dealing with, you know what I'm saying, the family business kind of going under and a bunch of different shit too. So it's like once you see, you know what I'm saying, all these pieces fall into place, you know, you got all of this shit happening and then, you know, you look up, there's a goddamn spaceship in the goddamn sky. you like, come on, man, give my man a break. You know what I'm saying? But... It's pretty much just like a, I don't want to say coming to age, but it's more so like a self-revelation or revelation of 
you know what I'm saying, who this character is, in a sense. Yeah, because the, the the OJ character man was he he was he was very interesting, and I think Emerald, his sister. Look, I like Kiki Palmer. I do. She's a great actress. You know what I'm saying? Congratulations on being pregnant and all that type stuff. But I felt like, and and I think that's what her character was supposed to do. But it just felt like she was doing the most. You know what I mean? It was just like she was just way too out there. OJ was real laid back. It was just like you got two totally opposite people who are, you know what I'm saying, brothers and sisters. You got one who's trying to, you know, he stayed to work with his dad on the ranch. You know what I'm saying? They got something that mm-hmm. we never even, I mean, I don't know. I Let me not put you in it because I didn't even know that this was a thing. Um, but for black ranchers who have horses that they use for basically extra extras in movies and mm-hmm. to find out that the very first motion picture was a black jockey on a horse and it just happened to be their great grandfather. And so mm-hmm. that's why they stay in that business of Hollywood using horses and films. And it's just like, so you see this storyline of, this black family who has a ranch and they use horses to, you know, uh, to appear in films. But then at the same time, you have this, this Gordy storyline, which Gordy mm-hmm. is this, uh, this chimp that was on this chimp, right? Yeah. A chimpanzee. Yeah. Yep. So this chimp that was on this show that, uh, I think his name is Jupe. I think that's what they call him. But um, because it's just like Jupiter or something, right? Yeah, but I mean, his first name Ricky. I'm gonna call him Ricky. Fuck that shit. So yeah, Ricky was a child actor who worked on the show that had the chimp on it, and then I think what they was, tr- I think the only thing, well, they, there's two things that that I can only see that ties this stuff together. And you tell me if if mm-hmm. if there's some more stuff to add to it, or if you didn't think of this or whatever. So. There was a scene where when OJ had the horse and they was doing a little presentation thing and talking about the safety precautions and all that type shit, when Emerald came mm-hmm. out, <laughs> did the presentation and then put through some, <laughs> some promotional shit at the end that yeah. she just had to put in there. But um, but he was trying to tell them, like, you know, hey, you know, back up, don't get behind the horse, you know, boom, 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 mm-hmm. the dude put that, that, that thing in front of the horse's um, um, eyes, and then the horse heard yeah. uh, heard a noise. I can't remember if it was a. It wasn't a balloon, but I think somebody dropped something. It was like a flag. And then the, yeah, and then um, the horse kicked this person that was. Well, he really kicked something out of the hand of a person that was behind him. Yeah, and then they ended up using a mechanical horse because of the little stunt that happened there. Now the mm-hmm. Gordy situation was. They were, you know, doing a show. Everything's going fine. It was a birthday party, and a balloon popped, and the chimp went nuts and basically killed everybody on set. No, Ricky. remember they was, yeah, I was gonna say they was on set. They they was on they was filming a, a, a um scene. Yeah, yeah, they it was filming a sitcom. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it was a birthday party in the in the scene. Oh, the okay, I said you saying. I said you saying. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. And because remember, the chimp had a, a birthday hat on his head. Yeah, birthday hat on. So um, yeah. so a balloon popped. So I think that because 
even in that presentation, you know, OJ was saying like, yo, no, no sudden noises. You know what I'm saying? The horses, mm -hmm. they don't, they don't really like that. So when the balloon popped with, um, with Gordy, he went nuts and just basically killed everybody. But he saw Ricky, I get, it, it was like something snapped. And then he saw Ricky and he tried to give him a pound and they ended up, you know, terminating the thing or whatever. And the one thing that mm -hmm. I didn't understand, I know this is a lot, but like the, and I think this is just something that Jordan Peele does. Do you get also, okay, do you agree with what I said, but do you also get the shoe standing up by itself? Because Ricky kept that shoe and he had it in that little room that he had in his office. So no, I, I 100% agree with what you were saying because I even even for real though, like I I didn't think of it of you know what I'm saying in the, in the way you putting it, but the the shoe thing like that was one thing that's one of those things where I was like steady steady focused on right because you see that the the shoe belonged to if you watch in the beginning the shoe belonged to the body that's laying there and it it kind of mm -hmm. looked like a woman or something like that but. Her foot there, she ain't got no shoe on, and the other shoe is just standing up. And like, it's literally centered in in the in the shot where you can't like, you can't not see it. It got a blood stain on it and everything else. Like, you can clearly see that it's the shoe right there. But the way it's it's standing upright, like you know yeah. what I'm saying, from the heel to the toe, it's standing, you know what I'm saying, vertical. And so, you know what I'm saying, you kind of looking at it, you kind of like, man, what the fuck? How the hell is that? You know what I'm saying? Like my whole thing, my second time watching this, how the fuck is the shoe? Um, you know what I'm saying, like standing like that, and then you know, you see um the monkey tap the, the body and it don't do nothing, and then they check out the hat and then it just go on to the next thing. Um the funny thing about all of this was how we you know what I'm saying, like we end up seeing and to me this is the comparison that I made. It was the way that the the animals had cared for the people around them, right? Mm -hmm. Like when the when the fucking balloon popped with the what's the monkey's name again? Uh, Gordy. Gordy. When the balloon popped with Gordy, if you notice, Gordy killed everybody on set or most of the people on set and injured some other people. But when it came with came to Rick. It didn't do shit. It was it was actually trying to bring Rick out to say it's okay. Yep. And then that's when they got shot. And then with OJ, the horses was kind of giving them an alert of hey, something going on on this motherfucker. Remember when he they first seen it, the horse was was neighing and shit, and then it was like, all right, you take it too long, let me get the fuck out of here. And they kind of ran off without him. And then that's when he turned around and finally realized, like, yo, what the fuck was that? So, you know what I'm saying? He thought it was a cloud. And then eventually, as time went on, you kind of seen how, in a weird way, the the whole Gordy incident, it didn't necessarily, like, save his life. But at the same time, you could kind of see where he still kind of gained fame from being a kid in that situation. Cause now, like, he got a whole ranch, he got a whole amusement park and shit that he running and he owns and shit. Like, he pretty, he, he doing pretty good for himself, for somebody mm -hmm. who was in that situation. 
And then on the other side with OJ, you know what I'm saying? Like the horses was keeping the 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 business afloat by selling the horses off and doing everything else. Like, yo, that was keeping money in their hands in order for them to be able to still do what they need to do to keep the family business within the, you know what I'm saying, within the within the family. And then on top of that, the the horses was also helping him by saving him from the big ass uh UFO alien thing. Well, but Ricky also was an asshole too because apparently he had some sort of agreement with the entity that's hiding behind the cloud because he mm -hmm. was getting OJ's horses and he knew OJ was in a tough spot. You know, that was the main mm -hmm. and he was telling him like, yo, I'm I'm basically leasing the horses to you because I want a chance to be able to buy the horse back. He's like, yeah, we can do that. When you know you feeding the horses to this damn thing that's flying around in the air looking like a flying saucer. Like, that's fucked up. Like, right. you know, but at the same time, it's like the the one scene that was funny as hell is when, when he first went up there, um, when OJ first went up there to go talk to him, he had to, like this little mini argument with his sister about her promoting shit, mm -hmm. you know, after the thing and all that. And he was like, yo, yeah. just be quiet. Let me do all the talking. And then she come up there and she He's talking. He was like, mm -mm, don't do that. <laughs> and that <laughs> like, he got, like, this little under-the-breath shit, man, that be fucking hilarious, but, like, and it's yeah. just, like, it's, it's it's really, like, it's really, like, a black thing, man, because, like, the reason this movie, like, the name is so fitting. You know, like, yeah. there would be situations where, like, when they did the thing, when the, um, when the, when when they was messing with them and they was um acting like they was alien like they turned on the lights and shit in the in the um in the barn thing and turned on the sprinklers and mm -hmm. shit and he turned it off and then the light came back on he turned around like an alien and he was like mm -hmm. nope <laughs> he was like and he started walking off but um <laughs> but like the whole the whole dynamic between them two uh as brothers and sisters it, it was like you could you could tell they fought with each other, but like she had different not expectations, but she had different aspirations to do other things. And he was just fine with just, you know, taking over the business, you know, from his from his father when his father passed, but like, do even the way that he passed, like and then now they came up with a great excuse. Mm -hmm. But he knew it wasn't no fucking plane flying over. You know what I'm saying? Like just just weird objects just started falling from the sky and a fucking nickel killed his dad. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That was wild, man. That was like super wild. And for his dad to be, you know what I'm saying, Keith David, that was I like I liked it that too. But but yeah, like but you're you're right about Ricky though. Like it it was he was in a good situation. But, mm -hmm. you know, to, to experience what he experienced, because that has to be, I mean, that's scary for an adult, but to be a kid on a sitcom show and then a chimp just wows out and just basically kills, like, everybody that you've been working with. That was the most realistic part of this movie. If a fucking ape or a chimp or whatever goes berserk, nigga. There's nothing nobody in that motherfucker can do that short of having a gun. If ain't no guns in there, 
it's over with. And I ain't talking about like no 22 or no nine. I'm talking about like a gun. I'm talking about like a shotgun or a motherfucking automatic, something that's going to pack some heat. You got to put that yeah. bad boy down because ain't no way in hell you going to shoot that mug with a nine and it's going to be like, ugh, and then die. No, that <laughs> mug is going to come after you with some force, bro. I'm trying to tell you, them mugs is no joke. Yeah, and, and like he was talking. Speaking of that, did you ever hear? Did you ever hear about? And this is this is what I mean when I say they dangerous. You ever hear about the story of the monkey that was in the lab and they was being tested on and all that shit? And and I think it's in like it was either in like Puerto Rico or Dominican Republic or one of them. But it, they was getting tested on, and one of them, the cage didn't lock all the way, so it got out and let the rest of them out. Nah, that sounds like some Planet of the Apes shit. Bruh, it let out it let out all the rest of them. And they waited until the scientists came in, got out the cages, and killed everybody. Man, it that sounds like that's how no they joke. got the script. Yeah, that shit is no joke, bro. <laughs> hey, man, that motherfucker is the real-life Caesar, man. Yeah, for real. That's real crazy. Real. That's super crazy. Um, but yeah, man, I'm I'm like you, like I mean, that's the only correlation that I could come up with the whole Gordy story. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if if the Gordy story had anything to do with Ricky coming up with this relationship with this thing where he would feed it. You know what I'm saying? Where he would feed it OJ's mm-hmm. horses. It was just like I don't know. It's like I didn't know. I didn't really know where they came from, but. But let me ask you. I don't though. think I don't think he necessarily had a relationship with it. And I'm be honest. And this is my theory because I have a, I had a theory on this too. I think he was spying on OJ and L. And I get that from the the scene where remember she went to go get that fake horse. Oh yeah, I definitely got to talk to you about that. Okay, so remember when she got the fake horse, right? Mm-hmm. And then they was they was sitting there or whatever, and then he popped up. Yep. After they was trying to put it up out there or whatever, and he was talking about some party or something that he wanted them to go to or the, the, whatever that little event was. He was giving out the flyer or whatever, but mm-hmm. he, he just popped up out of nowhere. Exactly what they were was coming. None of that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think he was spying on them, bro. That's a that is a good observation because it's like they have a driveway they could you could drive up. Why did you pop up where mm-hmm. the gate was closed? Exactly where they were. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that was that was super weird. Um, but since since I'm thinking about it right now, so this entity thing could only suck you up. When you look at it, mm-hmm. and and I'm sitting here like, okay, they put a fake horse out here. He sucks up the fake horse, but the horse didn't. He ain't got no eyes. He ain't got no real eyes. So how did he? How did he suck that up? Because it's like I think it's I think it's more so just the fact that that's the way it senses things is by faith. Because 
to me, that's the only thing that made sense. Yeah, because I was like, it only sucks up stuff that looks at it. So it was just like, how the fuck did he do that? Now, it was a great plan because what it mm-hmm. did was it made it self-conscious. Like mm-hmm. anything that had a ribbon on it, because it must it was stuck in its I, I, I don't know if I supposed to call it windpipes. I don't know what the fuck we supposed to call this shit. His throat. I don't know. But whatever it was, it yeah. was stuck up there and it was causing some fucking issues. And when he once he finally was able to drop it, like you notice like in the in the last couple of scenes, anytime it saw anything that looked like ribbons or flag or anything like that, he it just stopped little. sucking. He was like, hell no, nah, y'all fucked me up one time. He was mm-hmm. like, I ain't doing that shit again. But it was just like, I mean, it went along with the storyline. I just didn't understand like how it took up this fake horse when the fake horse didn't look at it. So that that was just something that kind of just threw me off. But like I say, this whole film really can throw you off because I don't think it's supposed to make as much sense, man. But what? how did you feel about the Angel character, man? Because I fuck with Angel, dude. Angel is the uh the, the the camera dude, right? Yeah, he was the camera dude. The one that came and set up all the cameras. He was cool. You know what I'm saying? Like he was a little weird, but he was cool. But you know what I'm saying? Like he looked out for him though, cause when that camera went out, he caught him like, hey, y'all camera out. He like, I thought you were <laughs> supposed to be looking at a gun. He like, yeah, I'm not, but nigga, look, I'm just letting you know this is some different, this is some ancient alien type shit. Just letting y'all know, nigga, that camera out. So, I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? He actually looked out for him. If it wasn't for him, they could have possibly got ate up by that motherfucker. So, you know what I'm saying? That was um <laughs> that was a lot of love, man. And then he stuck with him too, though. He wasn't on no, oh uh, nah, I'm getting the fuck up out of here type shit. He was like, nah, we're gonna do this as a team, I'm with y'all. So that was a lot of love. Um but for me, the to me he he just more so showed that you know what I'm saying he was he was down for the cause man like he you know he had their back and he was really looking out for them and that was dope to see. I like I like how they uh not necessarily how to introduce them because like they had the whole scene at the uh, at the store but when he finally came to the to the ranch or whatever. And he mm-hmm. did the whole screaming shit. And OJ was like, hey, don't do that. <laughs> don't be yelling. <laughs> but like, so then he goes on this whole spiel about, he was like, yeah, man, you know, I'm just kind of down, man. You know, my girl just broke up with me for uh, four years. Yeah, and like, man, and, and then he it. showed him the picture and shit. He was like, yeah, man, you might. He was like, you know, keep her in mind because uh, she, uh, she went and signed with a place at the WB with or some shit like that. C, no, but the, the CW, CW, yeah. <laughs> he was like, she signed, she signed with the CW. He was like, so you like, you're going to see her on TV and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? He, man, he was just, Angel was looking for, he was looking for a friend, man. You know what I'm saying? He just mm-hmm. lost his girlfriend. You know, he just had to tell somebody. Those were the people that he told. But, um, but nah, yeah. Yeah, I'm with you though. Angel, Angel was, and I don't think it was just the fact of like, once he figured out what they was trying to do, as far as like trying to catch like what they thought was a UFO on camera. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that he was just staying around to see if he can get some money off of it. I think that he was just, you know, generally interested as well, you know. But, yeah. uh, but like, but the shit was dangerous, and he knew it was dangerous, and he still stuck around. So. 
So that that was cool. That was cool. Yeah, it was. Um, what was the um the one dude's name? The producer dude's name? Oh, that producer dude. That was uh that was Antlers. Antlers. He was my dude because he was <laughs> about course. the shit from the from from beginning to end. He was willing to risk it all just to make sure he got the right shot just to get it on film. Like he was like, bro, I don't care what we doing, whatever y'all need to do, do it. I'm about to get I'm about to catch this mother on film because this is gonna be the greatest thing that mankind ever saw. And I love this dedication to that because he really was making sure like they was getting busy with that shit, bro. Man, listen, the impossible shot is what he called it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. nah, he was yeah, he had to get it. And he got it. <laughs> but yeah. the, the only problem is ain't nobody gonna see this shit. And then he said some shit about the so the one camera that um that he left behind that Angel was uh started controlling when he cause he, he Angel well he was with the big one and then he left the big one and he was saying some shit about people don't deserve to see this or some shit. Mm-hmm. And so then he went to get the impossible shot by looking up at the thing and letting the thing suck him up and he's recording himself being sucked up into it. But like the one mm-hmm. shit, like my favorite part of this movie though is the part before he came. When when they were when they were in the house uh, well Angel well, Andrew and uh, Emma was in the house. OJ was on the way. Because OJ, because after the whole scene where everybody got sucked up at um at the fair thing or whatever his uh, amusement park thing was. So, because mm-hmm. remember, OJ almost got sucked up as well because he was trying to save the horse or whatever. So, he got knocked out, get his horse, so he's driving to the house. And then his car turns mm-hmm. off. But that whole scene of when it was hovering over the house... And so you can see that the rain wasn't hitting the house no more. So you can see the rain around the house. And then that thing must have finally started eating the people that was inside of it. And then all of that blood started falling onto the house. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, but then then just the parts that you could just hear the people screaming up there. Yo, that oh, was my crazy. Goodness. That was crazy. That was that, genius. Bro, like- can you imagine that just you just sitting there and chilling, but next thing you know, you just see a cloud floating by all you hear is oh. man, that shit will freak me the fuck out. That was man, listen, I'm with you, and that was genius. I and, and yeah. that's why I say this movie was refreshing because I man, out of all the movies that have been made all throughout the time. I've never heard or seen anything like that before. Never. Mm-hmm. I've never heard that. Now, now the one part I think that I don't know if this is what they were shooting for, but this is what I got from it. When that whole scene was going down where all the blood was like dripping from the house and it was kind of like this rain shower type thing and the way it was like how the blood was going down the steps, I got um, the shining bobs from that um mm-hmm. i don't know if you did i got the shining vibes and i got evil dead vibes because remember that that blood shower that happened in evil dead when that thing mm-hmm. was like arisen from hell or whatever and started coming from were coming out of the ground or whatever when it was that blood yeah. shower like those were the two things 
that I got out of that scene. But that was my favorite scene in the whole movie is when they was doing that and that thing was just hovering over. Man, that that was that was that was wild, man. Like it it was something totally different. And it was so funny seeing an uh, angel hiding up under the table. <laughs> Fuck that table mm-hmm. gonna do, man. If that thing wanted to suck absolutely you up, it was sucking you up. Yeah, absolutely nothing. Um my favorite part of it all was when Emma finally figured out how to how to catch it and defeat it. And I thought that, you know what I'm saying, that was dope because this is the first time you really see her and her brother come together and team up and really do something, right? Like you this is the chance where he actually listening to her for a change. It ain't no, you know what I'm saying, you need to do this, you need no, it's like he really taking heed of what she got to say. And you know what I'm saying? They they actually agreeing on something and they actually being the brother and the sister for a thing. And I thought that mm-hmm. was the best part of it because ultimately when they finally did come together and when they did depend on each other, then they ended up, you know what I'm saying, getting rid of the alien and getting it out the way. And I thought that was the, you know what I'm saying, best part of the movie for me. Yeah, I mean that was dope as well, but also seeing how OJ figured out the whole thing of like, well, if I don't look at it, it can't suck me up. And then mm-hmm. like how, you know, the one TMZ dude came and they was trying to tell his ass not to go out there, but you know, TMZ being TMZ, uh <laughs> he ride out there and they was like, Yo, what happens to an electric bike going sixty miles per hour? It meets uh uh a, a magnetic force or some shit like that, man. They threw that dude off of that bike, but he broke his arm Blood and everything. Sucking, man, but I will say ass. his helmet was sweet as hell, though. Yeah, that was dope, and it was a mirror his helmet. helmet and then, and then, like when OJ had noticed that it was coming back, he was like, he's like, sorry, I got to do this to you, bro. And then he just he just got back on the hook. He just left a man down there. But um, got but like that thing, man, that thing was doing everything that it could to try to get OJ to look at him, and mm-hmm. it, he would not. And it would just, and I like how they showed us how he figured it out because you know it showed, um, because it was something about I forget the name of that black horse, but when when they was at that um, when they was at that that shooting. And that guy put that that mirror looking thing in front of that horse's eyes. It apparently mm-hmm. it did something to it. I think it blinded. Mm-hmm. I think it actually made the horse blind, so well, it, it couldn't take seen, that horse. It, it probably just seen his reflection and freaked the fuck out. Yeah, because remember when when Ricky was doing the show, and then the entity came and it sucked everybody up. The horse was mm-hmm. still there. Remember, OJ went back to go get the horse. So yep. it it could not do anything with that horse. And then OJ figured it out. It was like, oh, man, it was when, you know, he saw whatever he saw. And it don't – because also, remember, there was one scene where OJ was doing some shit. Like, it, he was on, like, a flag or something. And he was trying mm-hmm. to see if the horse was reacting to it, and it wasn't. That's why I think that it, it must have made the horse blind because – it wasn't reacting to whatever OJ was doing at the time. Yeah. When they was like out out on the ranch. So the man, this is one of those things was like, what was they smoking when they came up with this script, man? 
Like, well, not to only, be not that only that, creative. Though. No, go ahead. No, I'm just saying to be that creative. Like, I mean, I know yeah. people think I'm Fox. Don't get me wrong. Like, there are, we have some smart people in the business, but it's just like that was so out of the box. It's just like who sits around and really thinks like that? Absolutely. And then, like the the thing that the thing that um I was gonna add to what you were saying as well was that you know what I'm saying you also gotta remember that at the end of the day, like it wasn't just because because I know earlier I said well maybe it's just going after something with eyes or faces, but then you gotta look at it like it couldn't have been that because when they threw up the the flag people and they had them going up all across the you know what I'm saying across the farm, it didn't attack none of them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So now that you say that, like I, I really don't know what it could be. What what do you like the thing was so odd and when it finally like opened up and then you started to look at it and it looked like this fucking big ass balloon type thing. And I didn't get mm-hmm. the square the square I guess the square thing was supposed to be its face. And then, like, it'll, like... See, I, do the, I thought it was supposed to be an eyeball. I don't know what that was, man. And then, like, it was, like... It'll, it'll look like it's breathing, and then it look like these ribbons are, like, flying. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's like, what Well, the- see, I thought it was... I thought that I thought it was supposed to be an eyeball, and I thought the black thing in the middle was supposed to be the pupil, because remember when it had went over the, the big uh, well um, camera, and she finally snapped it, it fucked with it a little bit. Man, so, I don't I don't, I don't know. I don't know what that thing's supposed to be. It is it is that's why it's, it's so different in the approach that he took. And I remember when this movie came out and like you know, I know uh Joe killed it. He was like, you know, and everybody had to run and joke, did you go see it? And they was like, Nope. You know what I mean? And it's just like to me to to go to go into a film, especially in a time like this, we're getting a lot of remakes. We're getting a lot of movies that either is a remake or a continuing a story. Now, me personally, yeah, I fuck with a lot of that type shit. Only if it's good. I hate when they when they fuck shit up. But the thing is, it's like how many you know, how many Children of the Corn movies can we get? How many Halloween movies can right. we get? You know, how many, like, there, there's, like, everybody is, they're bringing another screen back. I see it's another Final Destination coming back. I see mm-hmm. it's another Saw movie coming. I thought this dude was yeah. dead eight Saws ago. You know what I'm saying? Well, shit, I so thought he died out like, with the one with Chris Rock. Man, he was dead before that. So it's like, to have a movie to to be this different, to be like I don't even know, like they called it like an alien, but it's just like no, it's a different take on aliens. But mm-hmm. then at the same time, it's like it's like a a living, like some kind of different living organism that was that could form itself to look like a like a spaceship or a UFO, right? But then can open up and it kind of look like a, I don't even know. Like, I, like th- that's what's so great about it. It's like 
the unexplainable that can't be explained. Mm. And that's what was really refreshing about this movie. Not only do you got, you know, good actors in it, like I said, yeah, I do feel like Kiki Palmer was, was, was doing the most, but then at the same time, I think that that's what her character was supposed to do. I think that they yeah. were supposed to be two opposites, and she really yep. brought the com the comic relief to it, even though Daniel did too in his own way. You know what I'm saying? He mm-hmm. he brought you the serious humor, um, but she brought you the humor, humor. You know what I'm saying? To make you laugh out loud, type of thing. Um, but I don't, man. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what that thing was. I don't know what it was supposed to be. But it was just a different take on the movie, and 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 I think the reason why some people killed it the way that they did was because it's what happens when people say. When basically somebody say, "Yo, that movie is stupid," and be like, "Why stupid?" Because yeah. I don't get it. And it's like, well, the movie can't be stupid if you don't get it. So, and I think that this movie is so different. Where it's, I think a lot of people didn't get it, and I think that when that's just like if if someone is different, if somebody have different interests. Okay, for instance, like goth people, right? Like people say. Yeah goth people are weird but it's just like no they're not weird they just got their own thing and you don't understand it and I think that that's what this movie was it was just like I'm not saying that I completely understand the movie I just appreciate the movie for being so different to bring something right. to the screen that we never seen before mm. and for them to take the opportunity to, all right, what we what we're gonna do is we're gonna try to ca- capture this on film. Usually, right. somebody would be like, you know, you know how you know how I go, you know, but people be like, you know what, I'm leaving. Like I'm not I'm not staying around for this shit. Like I'm out of here. But like they was like, no, we're gonna capture this shit on camera because he was about to lose the ranch. He needed bread. Yeah. So he's like, yo, yeah. if we can if we if we can capture this and we can get Oprah money. So they mm-hmm. took an opportunity and they was like, yo, we're gonna try to maximize our opportunity to catch this thing on camera. And they went that route instead of the running route to try to run away from mm-hmm. it. One hundred percent. And and the 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 whole thing um that's kind of messed up about all of it was the fact that you know, here, like you said earlier, here he, you know, here they are trying to keep their, you know, family business afloat. And then you got a guy like Rick who, and, and it's, it's like people was using them too. Cause like you had, you had the Rick character who was basically just like using their horses, you know what I'm saying? To, to kind of mm-hmm. attract it or whatever it was. Cause the, the whole thing with Rick was he wanted to catch it. He wanted to see yep. what it was, and he tried to catch it. That was his whole thing. And then you had Angel, who, like you said, I mean, it, his wasn't as malicious, but you know what I'm saying? He just wanted some He wanted some people to talk to, some friends. He was just going through a breakup, whatever. So he was kind of just relying on their company, you know what I'm saying, for, to, to keep him, you know what I'm saying, I mean, for him to stay around and everything else. He was, you know what I'm saying, just kind of relying on them. And then you had... um. You had Antler who 
he, you know what I'm saying, even though he wanted to film this and he wanted to get the impossible shot and all this other shit, at the end of it, he was like, nobody else deserves to see this. And it's like, yo, who are you to say that? Like, it's, <laughs> it's, already, it's already four of us out here. You get to make the final decision because you got the camera? Like, no, that's fucked up. And so he sacrificed himself and the camera and everything else. So it was just, it, at the end of the day, it was just kind of fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, at the end, when it all was said and done, they were the only two that they could depend on. You know what I mean? When it was all said and done. And that's why I said that it was so good to see them at the end come together and do what they did. Because, I mean, really, that's they from from beginning of the movie all the way to the end of the movie, they were the only ones that they had. They just had to realize, like, yo, it ain't nobody but me and you now. Pop ain't here no more. You know what I'm saying? Mom gone. We got to, you know what I'm saying? We got to hold this down. We got to make sure this city stand afloat. And then I like how it, it got, it was so, well, we, we got to get Emerald props for the whole fake horse yeah. thing because that was the only reason why this shit worked. Because mm-hmm. at the end, when he was, when he was trying to get it away from from his sister, so she could crank up the uh, the electric bike, he was looking up at it, and yeah. he the 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 entity wouldn't suck him up because he was on the horse, and the horse still was dragging that uh, that parachute looking mm-hmm. thing. So it was just mm-hmm. like, yo, I'm not fucking with that thing, and like he just had a face off with it. And it, it would not it would not suck him up, but like, but man, this for for this movie to start to build up the way that they did, you know, it started out with you know just objects falling out of the sky, killing his mm-hmm. dad. So we don't know what's going on. So then he he think he sees something, but they don't really. They show you a little tiny glimpse of it. So he tell his sister, yeah. they're like, all right, they come to the conclusion, we're gonna go get we're gonna spend all the money that we basically don't have to go buy all this equipment to try to make money. Mm-hmm. So then it just shows you this fucking cloud. And then the dude, the angel notices it. He was like, Y'all, he was like, Oh shit, it's real. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? He was like, Y'all haven't noticed it yet? And so he played them the playback and showed that this one cloud is just fucking sitting there and it's not moving. And it's like I mean, but he kinda he even uh OJ even kinda seen that from when the when the fake horse got sucked up. Yeah, but he was like, yo, he was like, now that I think about it, he's like, I think I've been looking at the same cloud for the last six weeks mm-hmm. and, and didn't yeah. didn't even notice it. And it's like, who is sitting in a room and it's like, yo, you know what'd be dope? That it hide behind this one cloud and this cloud don't move for weeks. <laughs> like <laughs> It's like mm-hmm. it's like who it's like who comes up with this shit, man. And that's why I say like, you know, Jordan and his team that he have around him, man, like coming up with these unorthodox movies. The only thing that sucks about it is the fact of there's not a lot of unorthodox people, and you have people who are so used to movies going with a certain format, and yeah. so you have all of these movies that are coming out. And you're hearing people either complaining about a certain amount of movies or just sticking with what works. I mean, I just saw some shit today that said um, 
that uh, the new Avatar movie is at $950 million. Yeah. And it's just like, now don't get me wrong. Am I going to watch it at some point? Yeah, I mean, I watched the first one. So, you know, I might as well watch the second one. But, but what I'm saying is, like, with this movie being what it is, it's, it's kind of like what Antler said. Like, Antler said, people don't deserve this, you know, to see this or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Where I'm going with this is like, bam, I got it for you. You're a music guy. To me, Jordan Peele is kind of like the Kendrick Cole of rap, right? And what I mean by that is Cole and Kendrick are basically looking at the rap game right now and they're like, yo, do I even want to be a part of this shit? Like, the type of rap that I'm trying to do, the type of music that I appreciate, the lyricism that I do it's not the popular thing. It's not exactly what people are looking for. And when it comes to Jordan Peele, he is like the Kendrick Cole of the movie industry because they're doing things on such an unorthodox level that it's so different from what everybody else is doing. Like Kendrick got his own sound. Like, he don't dumb down his lyrics for a radio play or for TikTok or something like that. And that goes the same with Cole. Like Cole is not doing anything. Like he did the KOD album, but the KOD album was just to be like, yo, for number one, y'all kids need to get off drugs. But then at the same time, what I'm showing you is I can step into that lane if I want to. Like that to me, that was just an album to be like, all right, all y'all kids love this type of music. I could do this type of music if I want to. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just going to give y'all a little album to give y'all a taste of what I can do. And like when it comes to Jordan and his team, like he's doing these movies that I don't think a lot of people in this generation is going to appreciate. Like that's the whole point that I'm making right now. Like, this generation is not going to appreciate Cole and Kendrick the way that they should be appreciated. And I don't think people are going to appreciate what these movies that Jordan is doing, I don't think they're going to appreciate it the way that it should be. Okay, so I I 100% agree with what you're saying, but to me, I liken it more to um, Alfred Hitchcock, right? So okay. when um when Alfred Hitchcock came out, he came out with all of these different movies that had all of these different twists and spins and you know what I'm saying, different layers and shit to it. And at the time when it was coming out, people weren't really fucking with it. They was just like, yo, what is this bullshit that this dude is putting out together? I mean, you know what I'm saying, like just putting together and putting out. And eventually mm-hmm. as time went on, they end up becoming masterpieces. And I think that with I think that with what Peel brings to um what Peel brings to his films is is always you know what I'm saying it's always that extra layer of something inside the film. It's never just what you see. It's never just on the surface. It's always something that's 
you know what I'm saying, some type of undertone or, you know what I'm saying, some type of mystery or something that can be solved as well as everything else. Just like, you know what I'm saying, I look at it as where once everybody watches it, it's up to their own interpretation of what it is. Like, I've heard so many, um, I've heard so many theories and thoughts about, you know what I'm saying, just the film Us. You know what I mean? I've heard the same thing about Get Out, how, you know what I'm saying, for most people, Get Out is basically a horror story for black men. And, you know what I'm saying, like, we say it's a horror story, but like my, you know what I'm saying, like, I've been around my white friends, and they'd be like, what you mean? It's, it's not a, it's not a horror movie, though. And I'm like, yeah, but we say a horror movie, like, in the allegorical sense, not necessarily like it's a horror movie that we used to seeing. like, it's a horror movie for us, because you know what I'm saying? We know exactly how it feels to be dude in that situation to where, you know, society, like, because I was trying to explain to him that those people aren't those people in this movie. Those people are considered like society. And then he isn't considered himself. He's considered, you know what I'm saying, the black male of our society. So, you know what I'm saying? Like how they're basically trying to, you know what I'm saying, take his brain or, or take his body and, you know what I'm saying, use him to you know saying use the wealth i'm like it, it's it speaks to so much in our society it's not just physical you know what i'm saying it's it's, it's hypothetical it's, it's metaphorical like you know it's more than just oh they want to live in his body but they're using his body for stuff you know what i'm saying they're using him like the fact that you know what I'm saying? the fact that that family is using their daughter to bring them you know what I'm saying to bring you know what I'm saying these black dudes there like so with this movie, with Nope, I think it's more so just the fact of how Black America is trying to stay afloat. And, you know, you, you just got everything coming at you every which way. You know what I'm saying? Like, just the fact that, you know, the hidden history, you know, just starting off with the hidden history of their great, 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 great grandfather. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, dude, they, they talked about the dude who's supposed to be the grandfather of film. But the person who's in it isn't even, you know what I'm saying, considered the grandfather of actors or whatever, or stuntmen or whatever. Stuntman, case may yeah. Be. Yeah, just, you know what I mean? Just in general, like, they, they don't consider him, you know what I'm saying, in the same light as whoever produced the movie. Or even just for that matter, the fact that they have a whole farm and they're basically just trying to keep it afloat by getting, you know what I'm saying, by selling horses to whatever production team is looking for horses or whatever. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it can be looked at in a myriad of ways, and I think that eventually as time goes on, you'll see people who learn to appreciate Hill's art the same way that they did eventually for Hitchcock, and how Hitchcock eventually start having, like, all of these, like, he, he amassed all of these followers, because I remember, like, in, like, the 90s, like, it was a big, big, big thing for people to be, like, on Hitchcock. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially like when AMC and all them used to have a horror fest. I remember they used to have like Alfred Hitchcock marathon. So like, I feel like after a certain amount of time and Jordan Peele to keep this type of stuff up, eventually we'll see that same type of love for him that we've seen for guys like Alfred Hitchcock. And to finish that point before we get to Fire Flames, number one, Birds, to me, Fire. Like, mm -hmm. I, I completely looked at Birds completely different after I seen that movie. And that movie came out, I think, mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken, 1963, I think. 
and um, and that was an uh, Alfred Alfred uh, Hitchcock movie as well. And I think that another movie, like to go off of your your thought with um, with Get Out, is mm-hmm. so I used to work with this dude um, back in the day when I was in high school. Back when I worked at Wendy's, um, he this dude was a was a horror fanatic like I was. And so we used to share horror movies with each other to watch. So he told me to watch this movie called Rosemary's Baby. And he was like, man, it's just, he was like, it's the scariest shit I've ever seen. No, no, no. I watched that movie and I'm like, yo, this movie is trash. And yeah. then, but then once I, I, I watched it again, like as an adult, and I was like, okay, I get it. Like the whole moral of the story is it's Satan's baby that she's carrying, you know, mm-hmm. it gives you all of these little signs of where you know her pregnancy was this, it was that, it was a little different. But when you think about, I mean, Rosemary's baby came out in the 70s, mm-hmm. so to think about a woman who's carrying a baby and then come to find out it's Satan's baby, like mm-hmm. that is the horror part of it. Like, you don't yeah, get, but you also, and you also blood. gotta remember. You also got to remember the time frame that they was coming off of, too. They was coming yeah. off of Manson and, you know what I'm saying, going into Bundy and all them. So it was like, it was a bunch of shit happening around that time. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just came out of war and all this other shit. So for them, anything as far as entertainment went, they was bound to believe. Yeah. So I, I think that, like, that was more of, like you said, like, the, the, the way that we looked at it as horror, when you think about that, that time frame in the 70s and shit like that, like, yeah, it's super mm-hmm. scary to think, oh, man, this woman is carrying a baby and it's the devil's baby, you know what I mean? So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it kind of fit in that in that category as well. So, that's, that's yeah, yeah. You on your shit today, man. I agree. I agree, man. Good point. Good point. So, let's go ahead and get into uh, uh, Fire Flame. Let's do it. Yoga Fire! Yoga Flame! All right, man. So, what you got? Um. So, with this movie being what it is, man. Um. You know, I I just watched it for the third time, and it's like every time I watch it, you know, pick up on a little something new. But what I appreciate about this movie, like like I said, the cast was good. Daniel Kalula is, is proving that he's a star. Um, you know, Kiki been doing it for a long time. Um, you know, I haven't seen my dude since I've been watching um, uh, The Walking Dead. You know what I'm saying? He was Glenn in The Walking Dead. Um, I haven't really mm-hmm. seen him since then. But uh, Angel, he did a really good, the dude to play Angel, he did a good job. But um, honestly, man, I'm, it's, don't get me wrong, it's not the greatest movie in the world. I'm, I'm going to give it a four. Um, it's really, really close to a four point five, but I'm gonna give it a four. I just love the uniqueness of it for just being yeah. something that I never seen before, and I think that Jordan Peele is really on to something. Um, for him to, and people act like when he first came out that just because he did comedy that he couldn't do horror movies for some odd reason, which I didn't hey, understand. Them, them are some of the most morbid people in the world. Like, 
just but also just to be that simple minded to be like, oh well, he does comedy skits. He should do comedy mm. movies. It's like, no, he shouldn't have to do comedy movies just because he's a you know what I'm saying he's funny. So um, right. yeah, I think he's proven a lot of people wrong, man. So uh, so yeah, I'm 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 gonna give him nope a four, man. Um, I'm gonna have to agree with you, man. I'm also giving it a four. Um, not only is the um, not only is the movie to me, it's a good movie because first and foremost, it's about aliens, and this is a different take. To me, I always say like when you bring something fresh and new to to the spot, you automatically get you know what I'm saying a silver medal. You automatically get a silver medal. And um, the fact that we had a different take on aliens, right? Because this whole time watching this, like I said, you think that this is a UFO. You don't even realize that this is the alien. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just put a whole spin yep. on a bunch of shit for us. Like, we thinking that UFOs look at something. Well, nigga, what if the UFO is the alien? You know what I'm saying? Like, we didn't even think about that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, like, him putting that into perspective... Him adding that and mixing it all up. Then not even that. Him bringing sci-fi back to the horror genre. You know what I'm saying? And mixing those two. I think that was dope. Um, the casting itself is, is dope as well. Anytime he get with Daniel Kaluuya, you already know it's going to be something to watch. Um, and then Kiki Palmer, bro. You got to give her her goddamn flowers because she showed her ass in this film. I'm talking about from start to finish. Like, she really held, the, you know, like held her on and held it down. And made it worth, you know what I'm saying, watching even more. So the fact that you get to see, um, you know what I'm saying, all these dope-ass black people do their thing. Then, you know what I'm saying, you also got a mixture of everybody else in there as well. Then on top of that, it's a sci-fi film on top of it being a horror film. And it came out being like some some great fucking graphics because I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. When that motherfucker opened up at the end and it started doing the waves and shit in front of Daniel Kaluuya, I was like, yo, that's fucking fine. To me, that was that was the best, one of the best parts of the whole movie. So to see that was dope as hell. And then, you know what I'm saying, not to see like no weak-ass, cheap-ass CGI and you actually get a chance to see some real shit. I appreciated it. So yeah, I'm going for it. I ain't mad at it, man. We on the same page today. For sure, man. Now let's go ahead and get into the coming soon. Let's do it. Coming soon to own on video and DVD. All right, man. So what we got next? So, man, we got a movie, man, where they, they don't do this anymore, man. There was a little time where they was doing this little thing. And, and this is what I'm talking about, people. This is let me just let me just rattle off some names to you real quick. You got Sarah Jessica Parker, Jessica uh-huh. Biel, Ashton Kutcher, uh-huh. Michelle uh-huh. Pfeiffer, Zach Efron. Uh-huh. You got Robert De Niro, Holly uh-huh. Berry, uh-huh. Alyssa Milano, Common, uh-huh. Seth Meyers, Sarah uh-huh. Paulson. Uh-huh. Yeah, y'all uh-huh. getting my drift? That was the time where Man. they were just they were putting all of these great actors in one movie. And one of the movies that's an example is Valentine's Day. Like, it, it yep. was just like all of the top. It's Catherine Heigl's in the shit. But the movie I'm talking mm-hmm. about, since we got New Year's coming up, we're doing the movie New Year's Eve. Um, I ain't even gonna lie to you, my guy. I forgot what the movie was even about. There's so many people in it. I don't even remember the storyline. Yeah. But uh, we just we really doing it, man. Based around New Year's Eve. 
Yeah, and it's going to be New Year's Eve, um, you know, coming soon. So uh, this is going to be the next episode that's coming out. And if I'm not mistaken, this is, yes, this will be, this episode coming up will be the last episode of this year. So, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, man, this is going to be, uh, this is going to be interesting. It's going to be really interesting to do this one. 100%, man. I can't, I can't wait to see this one as well. I haven't seen this since, since um, it came out. Um, yeah, I haven't seen it since it came out. So I, this is definitely gonna be worth a rewatch. Definitely. Um. So listen, guys, if you love this episode, if you didn't love this episode, if you liked this movie, if you didn't understand this movie, if you were sitting at the movie theater saying, "Okay, did we start the movie yet?" Hit us up on socials, man. Instagram and Twitter at ViewAnonPod. You can you can also hit us up on Facebook at VA Pod Watch Group. Also, make sure, um that you know what I'm saying you let us know how everything went by liking, subscribing, sharing, um, telling a friend to tell a friend and of course please rate the podcast as well. Um and then as far as me, man, you can hit me up on Twitter at Goose Bronson. I have a link to in my bio. Uh you can follow me everywhere else there. Um that's all I got. Cool, cool, man. And y'all can catch me at uh, S.Foster8 on Instagram and on Twitter at 28 Minutes or Less Pod. That's just on uh, Instagram. Uh, follow the podcast, 28 Minutes or Less. Man, I dropped the um, the final episode of this year. Um, I dropped it um, the other day, man. Episode 109 is my favorite shows of 2022, man. Um, you know, I just rambled off on some shows that I um, thoroughly enjoyed this year. So um, y'all go check that out. Let me know what you think. You know, it might be some shows that you ain't heard of. Might be some shows where you're just trying to figure out, trying to find something to watch, you know, with all this free time, all y'all busters got off like you. You know what I'm saying? I, I only, I ain't get no days off. You know what I'm saying? Except my weekend. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, <laughs> But you know, uh, yeah. I dropped some, I dropped some shows on there. Man, had to shot my guy Scoots Bronson out because it was some shows that you made me aware of as well. That's but um, up, man. but yeah, man, uh, go check that out on all major platforms. For sure, man. And listen, listen, listen. Before we get out of here, man, I got to tell you this. You know What's what I'm saying? Um, it's another show. I don't know if I told you about this yet. And I think I already, I think I said it on, I know I said it on the, uh, what we watching already. So I'm not worried about that part, but did you watch 1988 yet? No, 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 no. I ain't got it. I mean, not 1988. What was it? 1899. Oh, I thought it was 17. No, I think it is 18. I think it is 1899. It might be, just whichever something, is whatever team, 99. Did you start that yet? I haven't. I haven't started that yet. Man, hey, when you get to that shit, oh boy, oh fucking boy. <laughs> it got it got it's better. It's like it it's like some Twilight Zone shit mixed with like the premise of Titanic with a like ghost ship. There's a whole bunch of shit just mixed together. That shit got good, man. It got real good. So if y'all listening, go check out I think it's called I think it's eighteen ninety nine. I think it's eighteen. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Y'all go check that out. I'm telling y'all, bro, if y'all are into like murder mystery, if y'all are into like thrillers, you know what I'm saying, horror, if y'all into just like, just spooky sci-fi shit, this is the one, bro. This shit is good. This shit is real good. 
That's I'm definitely gonna check man. that out. Yeah, I got I got two I got two shows on the what we watching for Friday, so okay. I get them out in the world. Okay. Yeah, I gotta find some I gotta find some new shit to talk about, but I definitely will have something uh on Friday. But listen, man, you know what I'm saying? Thank you guys so much. Thank you guys for the support. It's always greatly appreciated. Can't wait to see you guys on the next episode. Um, one more episode is left until the new year. Um, with that being said, this new year coming up, we have some good things in store. Um, videos will be back up. I'm working on getting my laptop back, so hopefully I have that back before um the first well, before the end of the first week of the new year. So we had that going and then we I'm thinking about, you know what I'm saying, I gotta get S dots, you know what I'm saying, ideas about this. I'm thinking about us starting like maybe like a Patreon or you know what I'm saying, doing some bonus episodes on the side, getting some stuff together once we can get everything else in order. But I think we can possibly get some stuff together for you guys to get some extra content and all that where if you are interested you can opt in um check that out as well. Um, but I'm working on getting the details for that, so you guys just stay tuned. And um, you know, so of course I gotta run about S dot first, and then we'll see what he says. And then after that, you know, so we'll make an announcement. But outside of that, man, listen, yo, enjoy your holidays. We hope you guys had a very merry Christmas, and we hope you also have a beautiful and happy New Year. Until then, you know, what I'm saying we will see you guys. And like they say in Hollywood, man, that's a wrap. Cut.